Hello and welcome back to another episode of Han Talks First. And today we are jumping into the Marvel Universe yet again with the Loki after show. We've done it once before with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've done it once again with WandaVision. And now we're doing it with this new most popular launch series on Disney Plus yet, which we'll talk about a little later. But let me introduce my co-host and my lovely young lady, Chris. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's nice We're... to be back talking about Marvel. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm having a technical difficulty. One second. Why don't, why don't no. you tell people about your initial thoughts of Loki while I fix my technical glitch and I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was really fun. I'm really excited for where it's going to go. Um, I like that it didn't go too deep into what's going on, but it's more like setup and like catching you up on where in the timeline this is because they're going to be skipping around a lot. It's going to be more confusing. They had a little handy dandy instructional video of sorts. Uh, I don't know. I thought the style that it was done was really clever and just also kind of a clip show of Loki's life. But this is a Loki who hasn't lived through all of that. So he's kind of finding out that like his whole life is basically predetermined for him, which is the one thing you don't want to tell someone like Loki. But he actually, all in all, took it better than I thought he would. <laughs> but I'm really excited to where it went. Like at the end, it was just kind of like cliffhanger central. And I think we might have some ideas on who that cloaked figure is, aside from just being loki being the one behind these time crimes <laughs> are you back okay hello oh there we go hi okay this is what happens when we decide to do last minute <laughs> podcast but we're back okay we're fine okay so yes uh we're talking about loki welcome if you're joining us live i'm surprised there are actually a couple of you watching now so welcome and uh hello. we will be trying to do this once a week every time loki comes out we will review it slash discuss it with people like you. And we normally do it at around 12 p.m. Pacific time. But considering other things got in the way, we're back now. We're going to try and pick a date that we'll do this. But <laughs> let's talk about Loki. So, yeah, you shared your initial thoughts. I'll share mine. Uh, this one was, I think, the most ungrounded episode what i mean by that is like not it's not in a negative way i meant like in like a way where it doesn't feel like something we've felt before or have experienced yet in the marvel cinematic universe and grounded meaning it, you can feel like it's from earth so falcon mm -hmm. where soldier was extremely grounded right this one's not so much because it's exploring the cosmic realm in a way right. we haven't seen yet it, it bounces directly off end game which I love, and I don't know, it's, it seems like it's going to expand the lore and play a huge important role in the future movies like Doctor Strange 2 and Definitely. other things coming up as well. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant by ungrounded, like l taking off Fantastical. the ground mm -hmm. and opening the world up even more, which is what I love about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you mentioned we had the new character tease at the end, kind of a silhouette hooded figure, which is funny because the same exact thing happened in this week's episode of The Bad Batch. The same exact thing. So it's kind of funny that uh, they both came out the same week <laughs> and they're both Disney Plus shows, but... What if it's anyway. both low-key? I'm kidding. That'd be funny, <laughs> they're though. Both low -key. They're both Mephisto. Uh, I'm kidding. I'd be down. 
I'd be down. Um, but before we get into like all the details, and if you guys want to join us in the comment section, you can. I want to remind everybody that this is a you know still technically a startup YouTube channel. So if you want to support us in any way you can, we do have a tipping option at streamelements.com talks first slash tip. If you submit a comment or question there, we will read it live live on the show. And we'll use it as one of the main topics here. You can also subscribe to the YouTube page so you never miss a video. And follow the podcast so you never miss an episode on there as well. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the new characters that were introduced, such as wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Lightning Loki, McQueen. Wow. Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's uh, Morbius. Mobius. Mobius, sorry. Morbius is the vampire. Mobius, like the strip. There we go. Which I think is such a cool name for such a bland looking dude. (laughs) Like, I love how he's like made by like these like huge, like all powerful beings, and they're like, wow. (laughs) It's like that's what they came (laughs) up with. (laughs) I love it though. I feel like they're. Like their combo of Loki and Mobius is such a cool, like just silly pairing so far. Like they're both trying to play the straight man, but they're tech—they're clearly not. Wait, what? Like I feel like they're both trying to be like in the terms of like an odd coupling. Like they're both trying to be the serious one because like Loki's like I am so grandiose and have glorious purpose, and Mobius is like dude get over it but like Mobius is also kind of like a Loki fan it seems yeah like a kind of fan yeah, boy, but trying fan. to be like I'm professional and Loki's like I'm so great but then he's like I'm a wounded puppy <laughs> and also <laughs> being ridiculous so I feel but- like they're both trying to put up like a certain persona to the other one but like not like they're both making themselves seem more like su- like serious but they're both kind of crazy just dudes <laughs> hanging out yeah and this Mobius scene when they were having the little, I would call it an interrogation or interview type thing where he's trying to coerce him to working with him to get out of the death penalty, etc. I was a big fan of this scene because it opened up the story for Loki and kind of unveiled that we've never really known anything about the right. character Loki. Yeah, we know where he's from. Right. His backstory, like backstory his yeah. love for his family, but we don't know anything about Loki. And right. He's, I mean, yes, he's a side character, mm-hmm. as is all the TV shows. What they're about is bringing the side characters to life, the secondary characters. But I found it really fascinating to when they were having this discussion. He was like, why do you, do you like hurting people? Right. Why do you do what you do? Okay, you want to conquer Earth, then what? What's right. your plan? Like, what, what do you want? Like, and for he didn't what? have an answer for any of those. <laughs> and it was yeah. kind of like, wow, that means like these Avengers movies and the Thor movies, it, it really just makes it stand out more that, wow, he really hasn't had a shining moment yet. And this is, right. is going to be it. But it's, it was kind of shocking to think like, wow, we really, everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. Everyone loves Loki. But we know nothing about his emotional and mental you know state which i thought was really cool yeah it's clear that he's a very complex character and even like he's been a scene stealer and such a great presence in the movies but it yeah like we don't know his motivations aside from like he said oh i'm a trickster god woohoo i'm crazy just chaos everywhere but like 
no explanation of what made him that way except for like his actual backstory about being like a frost giant i guess wait J- a Jotun? I'm, I'm blanking out on the names no, right he, now he was a frost giant yeah okay okay i i was scared i was saying the wrong thing for a second no no <laughs> but like of course he's always trying to like make him oh my god <laughs> I just, he's always felt like some sort of like inferiority complex that he wants to prove himself to others. And that's why he overcompensates. And I feel like this is just like building off of that and giving it a further purpose for that backstory. Yeah, I I think so too. And uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, I want to address someone who's joining us in the chat for a good game. Hello there. Good to see you, buddy. What's up? Um, why so late? Well, it was just kind of spontaneous. Um, if Owen doesn't say wow in the I know, in at least right? one episode, I'll be disappointed. We'll go sue Disney. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, there was something important I wanted to say about that I wanted to talk about next. Oh, this this show is the number Disney just announced it is the highest viewed pilot episode of all Disney Plus shows so far. So Wait, bigger really? than Mandalorian, bigger than WandaVision's premiere, Falcon Winter Soldier. Loki is number one with over uh, with almost 900 million views on the first day. Wow. That's insane. I mean, yeah, I feel like every excitement for each show is like building and building and building. But even so, Loki, I mean, believe me, being like both from like Marvel, like Tumblr and Twitter and like all those course website Marvel fandoms. I know that he is one of the most, uh, he has the most fans out of like pretty much everyone aside from maybe like Bucky, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's got yeah. the power over people. <laughs> he is the he-man of uh, Marvel. <laughs> mm. so... He is the BTS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Loki meal. So, When's it coming? We have Loki charms. <clears throat> Let's get the McDonald's Loki meal going. McDonald's. <laughs> so I know you... I kind of want to jump around. We don't have to go in order. It's obviously a spoiler discussion. It says so in the title. <laughs> but uh, the hooded figure at the end, um, which I, I mean, I haven't seen anyone talking about it, but I'm also not online looking for it. So... I wanted to know what your theories were on this, even though you already told me, but you can say mm-hmm. it for the people who are listening. I would like to throw out who I think this hooded figure is. And um, my theory is it's Matt Damon. Oh my God. I, I think Damon. he won't be in the show. Yeah. Do you really? I think he might. I mean, cause they were just talking, um, maybe it was like a, cause it's rumored that Matt Damon is going to be in uh, love and thunder playing actor. Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. And well, I, I mean, know that like and- he's been mentioned a lot in like interviews or like clips coming back of that. I do think that he might be in. I don't think he's a hooded figure because that has to be Lady Loki. And if not Well that that was mostly just a joke, but I think I, I mean if they're bringing in like other Lokis in the timelines, I think he could show up. I think it'd be yeah. funny. But yes, you were saying Lady Loki. So would you like to elaborate? So uh, I know for sure that Disney did acknowledge that Loki, I mean, of course, people know he's a shapeshifter, but unrelated to that, Loki is also gender fluid. So I think it's damn time that we show him 
basically exploring different gender presentations. So like, I feel like it's the perfect time also, and he's going to be doing time crimes and like doing all these crazy things. It would help to not only be able to disguise himself as other people, but be a different person, not to be a different person, but show a different self, like side of himself to other people. So it would, am I blurry? Maybe it's just, just my imagination. I'm not sure just why. Sorry bit. about that. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it'd be really exciting to see Loki actually showing that facet of themselves. So it's a perfect time for to do it. <clears throat> as long as they don't say, oh, when I'm presenting as a woman is when I'm evil or something. Because I would hate that so much. Ah! <laughs> I know that like MCU Loki is very different. That like... Like, like Mark comics Loki because like he's on some wild things in the comics. He even like gave birth to like a horse, crazy things. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've seen a couple people say that. Um, well, actually, no, you're you're the first person I've heard say the lady Loki. I haven't seen anyone else say that, but I I have seen like I don't know if they're joke answers or not, but like Mephisto and like right. other <laughs> random like Kang the Conqueror things like that um so i am not it's obviously loki because yeah what's uh what uh, mobus mobius said it was himself it was right and i could i mean i definitely see them doing like the lady loki version and then maybe the female loki takes over the that role as loki going forward in the mcu but i wanted to ask you do you think it'll be Tom Hiddleston playing a Lady Loki, or is it going so. to be someone else? Uh, I mean, I think it will be a different actor doing it. If she hadn't been Darcy, and if it wasn't awkward because they already dated, I would want Cat Dennings to be. <laughs> or ooh, Ava Green would be a good Lady Loki. Um, there's who's a lot that? of actresses who. Uh, she was in. Oh my god, let me find a photo of her. You definitely know who she is. She was, oh my yeah. god, what? But it's funny because, like, lady. I, like I mean... oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, it's like, like, look I at said, her. She the... also has a big forehead. Yeah. And, like, the eyes. Yeah. Ending with the hooded Super figure, pale. like I said, is funny because the Bad Batch just did the same thing with their episode. And also, another similarity to point out with, I guess, Star Wars would be. Darth Revan from uh, Knights of the Old Republic is, I guess you could argue to be kind of gender fluid as well, because sometimes he's a guy, sometimes he's a girl, and no one actually knows his specific gender, which is kind of interesting. So it's kind of like Loki is the Darth Revan of Marvel since right. it was also, pointed out. Oh my out god, I, I really the... hope that like when they bring Revan, they actually either make Revan a girl or gender fluid and just like or non-binary and just because I've seen a lot of people online who are <gasps> horrible so I'm just like, hey, this is what's actually canon and you gotta deal with it. <laughs> and they'll probably get me a lot I, of I hate, don't think they'll but... say either. I think they'll go with the way the game did it and just not say either. Mm-hmm. But you know um, that people assume like they think male is default. So I'm just hoping that they would be like they them pronouns <laughs> and not say. 
because people would default to he normally because <laughs> yeah anyway back to loki <laughs> sorry weird tangent so Uh, what else? What else about this show did you think was interesting? I, I kind of thought you might have something to say about the animated segment. Oh my god, I loved that so much. So I love Miss Minutes. <laughs> First of all, it's like super eerie, but like funny and cute, <laughs> and just like having a southern accent here, we explain everything in such detail. But like, uh, the animation was really nice. The style, it's like they added this like. The color choices and, like, the slight graininess just add to, like, the style very retro, but not too far down. Like, it seemed very, like, you know, the Jackbox animations? Yeah. <laughs> like, it seemed very much like that when they're, like, our team of carefully selected and created beings, blah, blah, blah. Like, they all looked like, I'm like, oh, am I going to play Quiplash? Am I going to play, like, Monster mm-hmm. Fight Seeking Monster? Like, it's fun. <laughs> It seemed well, very much like kitschy like, Americana. Well, to me, it was just like the animation in Jurassic Park. I feel like it was kind <gasps> yeah, of like watched that. Dinosaurs. Like, yes, even yeah, even the accent and like the little mascot with like the DNA dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's what I took from it. Right. <laughs> but what most people what? take from it that I've seen is they're bringing up that this blue guy in the middle reminds mm-hmm. people a lot of Kang, the Conqueror, right. mm-hmm. who is confirmed in, is it Ant-Man 3? I think so. Oh my god, I, I used to know Ant-Man this. I'm, I'm blanking, but I think so, yeah. And I don't know. Do you, I mean, there's obviously a similarity in the fact that they're both blue, but right. <laughs> do you think this could be the same person? That he is, instead of his original origin story, he is but... a timekeeper? Maybe, but like I know, I know that like their their plans for Kang are like villain in Ant Man or something, and have like an origin story ish. So I don't think so. I mean, there's multiple. Like I mean, we it's like saying Nebula is the timekeeper because they're blue. <laughs> like I feel like until yeah. we know, we can't really assume. Like, yeah. it could be, but like. I wouldn't be so quick to say that because we're going to have another Mephisto debacle here. We're going to be like, that's King, that's King. And then it's not going to be, then what do we do? So maybe, right. maybe not. We'll find out. But Pillboy's in the show. <laughs> Who? I remember Pillboy from The Good Place. Oh, she yeah, yeah. She was also the in The Mandalorian, who, yeah. Who like the, the Casey with the gems. Yeah. Sense. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh my god, that's of, pale boy. <laughs> oh my god, I, I love want how they <laughs> added the infinity stones in here and made them right. unusable. I thought right. that was interesting. <laughs> like these people are so like nonchalantly powerful that the infinity stones just don't work there. Like it's that secure. They're just paperweights or like think trinkets in a little bowl to them it's so funny i'm just like i I wish that they had shown somebody had made like jewelry out of them like they're wearing like time stone earrings that would have been like such a cool little easter egg you know we had a lot of cool easter eggs i will say but i thought that would have been funny (laughs) gives them also a better use than just put them them in a desk yeah uh i think uh, you should make a jewelry out of uh the stone similar to how um brie larson made her 
was it dress out of the Infinity Stones at the Endgame <gasps> premiere? Yeah. Oh my I god. Can't remember. I think it was something like that. By the she way, did have like a gamer confirmed that it was Ant Man three that Kang is in. So <gasps> thank you. Also, I did see that you mentioned the Samus like Metroid like reveal. I do feel like a lot of people just assumed it was a guy, and then they were like, "Hey, this is a girl." <laughs> which made people lose their minds but like now she's like an iconic character which is amazing i love her <laughs> yeah i thought it was a guy my whole life until yeah. they said it so <laughs> <laughs> well so, the thing anyway. is they reveal it in one of like the older games like at the very end she takes off the armor and it's like whoop. <laughs> i never saw that i've never mm. seen that yeah it's pretty old and I think until like they started making like Zero Suit Samus, where she has like her hair out and she's like in the bodysuit thing, where people are like, "Oh right, whoa, I never knew." <laughs> I'll have to go look at it. So back with the Infinity Stones, I wanted to talk about how it relates to this time variance. Um, I guess you could call it like a purgatory world type mm-hmm. world where you know it it just exists, kind of on a fourth dimension is what it seems because they're able to bounce back and forth between whatever point in time they can making it a, a a fourth dimension. So I wanted to talk about how that, what this means for the MCU. These people have obviously been here or they have some kind of device that lets them do that. But like who, who put that in place? Like who said, who's the one that has the plan you mentioned up top that, these you know they're saying they're going off plan right Mm -hmm. and loki at some point says like well what's the plan these people don't know the plan they they didn't create the plan they just know where it goes they don't they don't know everything that means there's someone above them that is making yeah is it the timekeepers though or are they just leading the charge and maybe and before i hand it over to you all of this, this whole entire show reminds me of one thing that I think they took a lot of influence from. Yeah. The Adjustment Bureau. Yes. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It is very Adjustment Bureau, especially when they mm-hmm. did the animation of the guy going to work and he gets off track at the bus station. I was like, that's yep. exactly like the scene from whatever Adjustment <laughs> Bureau, which also has Matt Damon, who is right. Loki, and it's ah! all going to connect. But anyway, what are Matt your thoughts Damon's on fault. the whole... <laughs> it's all Matt Damon's fault. Dang it, Matt. God damn so, it. <laughs> what, what do you think about all, the, all, all of that and like this world and how it's going to tie in? I mean, it's really exciting to see like how they're going to be making a plot out of like this, oh, it's inevitable that you will follow this plan, but we're going to fix the variance in it and having a variant themselves be the one to f- try to fix it. And going against another version of themselves. I feel like maybe Loki will try to face the powers that are putting the system in place. Maybe he'll try to take over. That would be crazy. Maybe that could be what makes the Multiverse of Madness instead of Wanda. I, who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Like, Because I feel like Wanda and Loki are Nexus beings for sure. Because they already mentioned like a Nexus point in the timeline here as well. And he's the one who's causing all these like fragments in the timeline. And even though well, he's know, the one to like being tasked to like fix it, it's just gonna cause more because I don't think them getting Loki 
to stop Loki from being Loki is the thing that was already planned. That's just like a last minute, like break glass in case of emergency kind of situation. And I, you know, you pointed out, I think the, it, this is directly a reference to Multiverse of Madness. I think it will directly lead into that because Mobius made a direct comment saying if you ruin the timeline it'll lead to all-out war a multiverse war which mm-hmm. i thought he was going to say a multiverse of madness but right imagine <laughs> like he almost did um <laughs> right he said the other thing and oh my god yes <laughs> but there was um something that dean four-legged gamer pointed out is that you know loki has been confirmed for a season two and nice. so Part of this is something worth mentioning because overall, all of the Marvel shows have been limited series so far, and I thought Loki was too. And they were they're doing War Machine, and what else are they doing? What if What if uh, She Hulk, Hawkeye, uh, Miss Marvel? Yeah. So uh, for the for the most part, they all feel like limited series, Mm. and my fear was they're going to do all these limited series and then they're going to like run out of characters almost <laughs> in a way. But I think part of the enjoyment of television for most people is that there's going to be another season. There's going to be a revisit of characters. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that they're actually going to do it this time yeah. with Loki. And I know Dean in the chat just said he wants, he would be disappointed if Tom doesn't come back. I think I, if I like this he- is a lady Loki being presented, he will be replaced. That's just my theory. But it is also confirmed that Tom Hiddleston has signed on for a, another multi-picture deal, which means he's going to be in more movies. Or at yeah. least he's contracted to. So I thought that was interesting as well. Well, the whole thing with uh, Loki, even if they make multiple seasons, it's that it's a time jump-based thing. So either way, I think that we might see him at some point. Also, especially being a character that shifts in between, like they can be whatever. So they can definitely go back to being Tom Hiddleston if they chose to be. That's always like a possibility, I think. Yeah, that's true. See, uh, with the whole time travel thing, a part of it bugged me at the beginning of this episode when they were they made an off comment. They were he was like, how come the Avengers can get away with it? And he was like, well, there's they were supposed to do that. Right. That really didn't answer the question for me. It kind of made it feel like, uh, let's uh, fill in the gap with just a random statement, you know? Well, it, it didn't. I mean, I think it was more like, you know, how Dr. Strange was like, there's like the one scenario that's going to be the one where we win. Like, it was supposed to be the one that happens if it so goes the correct way. So if it had not happened and then they went to another like way and they didn't pull the time heist the timeline would have been wrong, the, the whole thing, because they would not have been there to go back and fix it. So in a way, even though it's like that, technically also a time crime, it was supposed to happen for the sake of the humanity or okay, the world. That's, that's an excellent way to fill in the plot hole. I wish they would have mentioned that in some way. Like yeah. say that was a one in a something billion shot. Right. Um, but then again, I wouldn't have caught onto that either. So, Regardless, it wouldn't have landed. But I mean, that's, that's a how it's okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just giving them like too much credit. No, that makes sense now. Uh, the whole point of art is f- 
finding the a way to, for it to make sense. And you just did mm-hmm. for me. So maybe you did for other people as well. Hopefully. Well, and in addition to jumping through time, they showed us this D.B. Cooper thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> which also didn't land with me. I don't know if I liked it or not. When it first started, I was like, this is really dumb. So he's been to Earth before and he was playing. He was a prank. What was he a prank on? And then they said D.B. Cooper. And I was like, oh, it kind of makes sense because no one knows who D.B. Cooper was in real life. But still, when it started with that storyline, I was kind of weirded out by it. Did it sit well with you? It just felt kind of random. Yeah, I thought that it was just kind of being like, oh, well, he's a trickster. He's going to be just pulling chaos everywhere kind of thing it was kind of weird especially since like you had to explain to me that this was a real person and not like some <laughs> character because i a lot legit of thought it was like catch me if you can or something i'm like that's not what he looked like <laughs> or something but like having the context of it it seems very like how i was telling you like how american horror story would make uh real life killers come up on like on the show plot or even with some of them they're like oh this was like what people didn't know about the zodiac killer and it was actually multiple people and that's why they they never got caught or something like that it was kind of like i thought it was just not supposed to be part of like the grander timeline but to show how far he will go for a prank i guess so i don't think it was like his only time on earth when he went for like in Avengers or even after, I think it was just to be like, oh, he's done everything just to cause chaos and havoc, I guess. Yeah. Also, I guess just to show him being fancy on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, as of right now, this is my favorite Marvel TV show. Uh, It's my favorite pilot episode. uh, And, Loki was never one of my favorite characters, but he is in this series so far, like compared to the other ones. I, I really I can't wait to see where the show goes. And apparently it's the shortest series. Right. So which is kind yeah. of disappointing. I know. But well, my, we're gonna last, have more. <laughs> yeah, we we will. The last thing I'll say about this, because I want to wrap up um the show today, is what's important to me about this series is the writing because for those of you that don't know and are fans of star wars the writer and showrunner of this show has been hired by kevin feige to write kevin feige's star wars movie based solely on his writing for the loki series not only was he given star wars movie he was also given the task to write doctor strange the multiverse of madness all based on this Loki series. So nice. there's some kind of writing caliber <laughs> strength in this writer for this series that we're going to see come together, which is Kevin Feige's a big fan of. And if Kevin Feige's a big fan of it, I'm a big fan of it. So it's something <laughs> for us to look out for going forward with this series because this guy, this writer has a lot of work, a lot of big work coming up soon that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of years. So yeah. I'm excited for that. And uh, I, I can't wait to see where the show goes. It's going to be exciting. What are your last thoughts on Loki so far? Um, okay. So I'm going to try to not go all over the place. I want to say, Oh my God, I love that they have 
Gugumbatha Ra in this. I mean, I've liked her in stuff like the San Junipero episode of uh, Black Mirror. And like, I think she was also in, oh my gosh, she's been in like a bunch of movies that I've seen, but she's really good. I hope that we get a little bit more of her. She was like the judge lady. I feel like we're going to get oh, yeah, more yeah. of the guard who I don't know too much about, but she's cool. But like, I feel like she's just kind of like generic cop characters so far. <laughs> And I hope she isn't. I hope that she has she's given more to do with that than just be like, I am guard. Shut up. <laughs> Loki, you little bitch. <laughs> like I hope she actually does something. I'm excited to see more Mobius Loki hijinks. Have them I want to see like what comes from it. Some time jumping and I mean it's weird how they were talking about how like the devil was like Loki was the devil when they went to like yeah. the French church or something. So I don't know what they mean by that. Also, I think they use like, I don't think they use any pronouns, but I don't know. They're speaking in French and I just saw the subtitle. So I'm not really sure about that, but I don't know. There's a lot of mystery so far. So we have a lot to uncover and I am excited for next Wednesday. <laughs> and I yeah, too. I guess I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't know what else to say right now. Cool. I just wanted to shout uh, out like the I women. <laughs> yes. Uh, like I said, everybody, uh, this was a very last minute stream slash recording for the podcast. So sorry if it's a little <laughs> disarrayed and unorganized today. Um, but yeah. we're going to try and figure out a time mm -hmm. to do this on the regular because we will be doing it every week. And yeah. hopefully it will be on Fridays and or Saturdays. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening today. You can find us on social media. Uh, I am at On Talks First and Chris is at I am Rice Crispy. You can engage with us there and you can find us back here next week and also on monday we're coming back with the star wars show which we do every week here on the podcast so thank you guys so much for joining us today we'll be back next week and until then see you very soon bye, bye, -bye.